Hey guys, welcome to Getting Melty with Mark and Meg, a podcast where we talk all things taboo from self-care to sex work. Get ready to be comfortable with all things uncomfortable. Now let's get melty. which all of you guys should have when you miss an episode. Yeah, duh. <laughs> um, okay, but first we're going to do some check-ins. Meg, you go first. Okay, well, um, again, I feel like I haven't been here in a while, but it's only been a week. Um, but nobody knows. Yeah, I've been pretty sick for the past week, trying to get my health in check before I go back to school. <laughs> because I'm just going to get even more sick when I get back to school, because the stress is going to be overloaded. But... Well, I'll get there. Do some self-care, babe. I know. I don't know why I just called you babe. I've never done that in my entire life. I call everybody babe, and I have a shirt that says, hey, babe, because I call everybody babe. Fun fact. At Sunfest, I was calling people baby. I'd be like, oh, yeah, baby. Like, a lot. I'd be like, I literally would end every sentence with baby, but I've never said babe, so I'm sorry. I'm not offended. I'm embarrassed myself. Okay. We're done here. Anything else? Um... I mean, our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, so there's part of my check-in. Pretty freaking hype about that. We learned this literally five minutes ago. Yes, so so I just have to, I just have to go off about that because I'm stoked. Yeah, so it's available on basically all major platforms now: Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, I don't know if anybody even uses Google Podcasts, but if there are people out there who do, welcome. Um. Yeah. Also. This is going to be old news by the time this releases, so you already know this on Apple. So exactly. Continue listening. <laughs> just, just keep listening. And liking, rating, reviewing. We appreciate it. We are so grateful. And yes. Yeah, but that's really all I have for check-in. Oh, and I got new glasses, and I just got a call that they're here, so pretty stoked about that, because I'm going to look intelligent as heck for school. Yes, you are. Um, yeah, what about you, Mark? Um, nothing's new. Just working my face off and trying to podcast at the same time. Um, I'm really sad the summer's ending. Um, it feels very much like fall the last few days. Yeah, yesterday was a very fall day for me anyways. Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually wore jeans out of the house, and I haven't really done that since it got, like, really cold in July. Do you remember? Oh, it was, yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. that really, it was, like, only, like, 15 degrees. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt weird wearing pants yesterday because... Usually at the beginning of summer, I make a pact with myself to just not wear pants wear until pants, yeah. probably September. Okay. Um, but it was August and I put on pants, so, but whatever, we'll get past that. Whatever, we're over it. Um, okay, yeah, so that's about all I have. Oh, <laughs> guess what I did this morning? I juice. <laughs> She's making a comeback. We're back and better than ever, baby. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's about all I have. Um. Let's just get right freaking into it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm still really into thrifting, actually, so um, yeah, that's good. I went to a used bookstore um, and got some used books, so that was cool. That's nice. But, yeah. Used books. 
so good one. I should do that more often because I like books. So yeah. I'm going to start going to a used bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, so sorry. Um, now we're actually going to get into it. So FOMO. The fear of missing out. So this episode is an important one for me because I struggled with FOMO. I guess I still do struggle with FOMO. <laughs> but this uh, is an ongoing issue. <laughs> it, it's still an issue. I like I'm kinda curious if I can be diagnosed with FOMO. Yeah, I mean I was just talking about that. Like, um, can I go to the doctor and like is FOMO in the DSM yet? <laughs> Honestly. But it may not be in the DSM, but it is in the Oxford Dictionary. Like yes. the FOMO actually has a definition in the Oxford Dictionary. And I'm going to read it to you all because it kind of blew my mind when I found that. <laughs> so FOMO. It's F-O-M-O. It's like they honestly just put the abbreviation into the dictionary. And that is anxiety that an exciting or interesting event may currently be happening elsewhere, often aroused by posts seen on social media. So, wow, really fitting for this day and age. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, so I lately feel like I've been experiencing this. Um, yeah, and I think Snapchat and Instagram definitely worsens this. Like, it's a huge influence on the way that I'm feeling when it comes to, like, events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. or if I see other people hanging out, like, my closer friends, I'm like, I didn't get an invite to that. Like, I'm kind of sad. And I know, I'm be bummed. And then I get FOMO because... I'm missing out. Well, I'm missing out. And, like, yeah, I feel like maybe it's not a fear. Well, I guess it is a fear. But, like, yeah, it's, like, anxiety about – so, like, when I graduated high school, my thing was I wanted to, um, like, make a lot of memories to tell later in life, I guess. I don't know. That was kind of weird. But I did. So, um, I think, like – my FOMO stems from that and, like, the opportunity or the potential to miss, like, a potential memory, mm-hmm. like, really stresses me out. Because yeah. I'm always, I'm like, oh, like, oh, I don't want to go out tonight, but, oh, what if, like, a really good story, like, came from tonight and I just missed out on it. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's an issue for me, for sure. Um, I think my FOMO just, like, stems from the fact that in, like, my last years of high school and first years of university, I was very, very, very social. Like, I was always, always, always going out. I would never miss a night out, but mm-hmm. I also think it was because, well, like, at that time, I was single mm-hmm. and didn't really have, like, any priorities aside from school, so yeah. I was doing whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and didn't really have the opportunity to miss out because if there was something going on, I just wouldn't miss it. Um, so now, not not necessarily now as much, but last year for sure, when I was kind of like going into my relationship, I definitely had extreme FOMO because I was at the point where I like didn't know if I wanted to go out with my friends or go out with my boyfriend mm-hmm. because like things weren't as serious. So well, I, miss, I feel like I missed out on like a lot of nights out, but then in reality, I don't really know if it was like me missing out. Yeah, I don't know. Just well, and I feel like, yeah, in, Instagram and, like, Snapchat and stuff so accentuate this because, um, well, and this is such a problem, like, I know, like, for myself, I'll look at someone, I don't know, like, someone's Instagram or whatever and 
like they post pictures with their boyfriend say and I'm like oh they're like so cute or whatever like and then I'm like okay where was I going with this Okay, no, so I post pictures, or they post pictures, I'm like, oh, they're so cute, whatever, but then I, like, think about it, and I'm like, well, you only post the, like, good parts of your life, right? Like, you don't post the days where you're, like, lonely. No, because nobody wants to see the, like, sad, depressed version of yourself on social media, like... No, and I think that's where I, like, I'm, like, oh, this one person's, like, always doing something, or they're, like, always with their friends and with their boyfriend, and, like, oh, why can't I be like that? Well, that is unrealistic, because they're, there's 24 hours in a day. They're not spending 24 hours a day with their friends and their boyfriends. They probably have a job, and they probably do boring things. No, exactly. And they probably, like, have moments and days of loneliness and whatever, and, like... Yeah, so um, Instagram is bad for that because, yeah, we only post the good parts and, like, I don't I don't want to post, like, because I'm having a sad day, but, yeah. I think Snapchat's, like, the big one for me because mm-hmm. Snapchat is always, like, a very in-the-moment type thing, yeah, right? Like, you true. take yeah, yeah. you take a Snapchat video or a Snapchat story and you, like, you're going to send it directly to somebody, whereas Instagram, you may have taken that photo a week's prior mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. post it then but snapchat is very yeah in the moment so you kind of know That's what true. your friends are doing and yeah. when like when they did it mm-hmm. right so yeah. if you're laying in bed at 10 o'clock at night and you get a snapchat from your best friends mm-hmm. and it's them even having like a wine night or something and you're in yeah. bed like you're gonna get more you're gonna feel as if like you're a lot I, I don't know, like, guess lonely? Like, you're going to feel as if you're lonely if you're not doing anything. You're just in bed. Yeah. Because you're not surrounded by the people that sent that, I guess. Yeah, I um, I find that tough, like, um, say, on, like, a Saturday night, if I don't go out, like, go out, like, mm-hmm. drinking, usually. Yeah. Um, or, like, being social, whatever. Um, if I don't go out, and then I... Um, go to sleep, whatever, and then I wake up the next morning, and I'm very grateful I'm not hungover, but then I also check, like, Snapchat and stuff, and see everyone's snaps from, like, the night. And, and they look like, like they had a really good time. They had a really yeah. good time, even if they went home at 11.15 crying because their boyfriend sucks, or... Yeah, like, exactly, but it's like, whatever you the still case missed be. out yeah. on that opportunity to go and do something, and, like, the potential of things, like, as like you said, like, those making memories. those yeah. memories. Yeah. yeah, right? So, um, that's really tough, and really annoying and as much as I love social media it's just like things like that they really take a toll yeah it I feel it almost seems like a very unrealistic problem in a way just voicing it like me speaking about this right now because I guess I've really I've never really talked about FOMO like Mm -hmm. I've always joked about it and been like oh my gosh like I have such bad FOMO right now especially like Sunfest for example yeah like I was seeing posts of you at Sunfest or like (laughs) everyone (laughs) like literally every a lot of my friends from the island um were at Sunfest so I was seeing Snapchats I was seeing Instagrams Mm -hmm. it was all over and it was I was very surrounded by it but I wasn't there so I was just like, like, do people do other things on BCD on weekend other than go to Sunfest? I don't even know. Like, I don't know. 
Nope. Like, no. <laughs> sit around. Sit around. You either sit around or you're a temp. Yeah, like, exactly. So I definitely got like FOMO because I was like, wow, like my friends are there, but I'm not. What could be happening if I was there? Like, what could I be experiencing if I was there? What mm-hmm. kind of memories could mm-hmm. I be making? What kind of stories could I have? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't there, so I was missing out on it all. And totally. that kind of sucked in the moment. But then afterwards, I kind of thought about it and I was like, I saved money. I saved my liver. I. You didn't go to the med tent on Saturday night? I did not. <laughs> I went to the med tent. Oh, I didn't go to the med tent on Saturday. <laughs> I had an overall good weekend, <laughs> not at Sunfest, but at the time I was still like definitely missing out on it. And that was all in accordance to social media mm-hmm. because I was constant well not constantly checking it but every time I would check it I swear there was a new post because of Sunfest like well yeah yeah although everyone's phones are dead they're still like like charging a little bit gun posts yeah honestly post a Snapchat story or something yeah no totally so um yeah that's that's really tough um I was just talking to uh my friend Nina hi Nina um the other day about because she just moved to Prince George but she lived in Salmon Arm um, for, like, a year because she had, like, a year off or whatever. So, But then just moved to Prince George with her boyfriend. And so I was just asking her if she had ever experienced, like, loneliness or FOMO when it was just kind of her. Um, and because I personally feel like I've been experiencing, like, increased, I guess, loneliness and FOMO maybe. Like, a lot of my friends moved to Victoria. Um and I haven't been able to get down there to hang out with them, so it's just been really, like, they make posts, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was there, like, look, they're having so much fun, um, and it sucks, but, yeah, and I don't know, I feel like I am at a point in my life, I guess, like, I'm doing so many things for me, which is amazing, and I love it, mm-hmm. um, but it's also, like, it's hard to make it's not hard to make time for your friends. Like, that's the wrong thing to say. But um, everyone's just so busy. It's harder to, that, like, put time aside to make, do, like, more socializing. Yeah. Even recording this podcast. Like, we were trying to figure out dates. Yeah. We have two dates in all of September, basically. I know. And it's just, like, like it, it's, it's life happens. But mm-hmm. there's still, obviously, like, a month is a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It may not seem like it, but a month is a very long period of time, and so much can happen in a month. Yeah. That, like, with such a busy schedule, there's a lot that you could be missing. I know, and, like, um... And that kind of makes me sad to think about, because... Well, yeah, that's true, because, um, Savannah and I hung out the other day, and we realized we haven't seen each other in two months, and we were like, oh, so, like, what's new? And she was like, well, nothing, but, like, I haven't seen you in two months, so, like, probably everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah, so, I don't know, it's just, like, weird, like, life can go by so quick, and, but then it is also, like, such a long period of time, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, it's so weird, and I just, like, ugh. I think the biggest form of FOMO that, like, I've been getting lately is from my family back home, I guess, probably the last, like, six months, because I'm, I'm a, quite a far ways away from the rest of my family like all of my family's in the prairies and I'm out here and I guess like I've made this life for myself out here like I've got my boyfriend and I've got all my friends so I don't ever miss 
out on like the social aspect with my friends and my boyfriend or anything. Like I don't really experience the FOMO with that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not super, super bummed if my friends are going out and I'm sitting at home watching a movie with my boyfriend. Like I just don't get the FOMO that I did like per well, se that, a year ago with that. Too. Yeah. So yeah. I've kind of just worked around that and it's gone away. But when I get like texts from my mom or <clears throat> from my brother or something and it's a family event. Yeah, that's um nice. that's like the biggest one that I've been missing out that's on. Nice. And I get I get pretty bummed out about that because like my great grandma is she just turned ninety three. Wow. So and she's often around in those family events and yeah. I feel like I'm missing out a lot on like the end this is gonna like sound bad, like yeah. the end of her life, no, I guess, because no, she's been around my entire life, mm-hmm. and so. Well, she's ninety three. Yeah, so. exactly. So like she's she's old. Yeah. yeah, she's like she's she's an older woman. Um, so I guess I am just like I worry that I'm gonna miss something and miss like a memory, making a memory with her around. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just with like my cousins and stuff because I probably haven't seen some of my cousins in maybe five years. Oh, yeah. Four or five years. That and sucks. they're all, like, I'm one of the oldest cousins. Me and my brother are the oldest uh-huh. um, of our cousins. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've missed out a lot on their lives and yeah. them growing up. Uh, and just also, like, my aunts and uncles and stuff. Because they were around for my growing up, but I wasn't around for, like, just, like, the changes in their lives and stuff. That's so, what, yeah. yeah. That, that the, like, really gets me when they, there's, like, that expression. Sorry to cut you off. But, like, um... The worst part about you, like, when you're a kid and, like, so, basically from zero to 20, I guess, you're just so, like, egocentric and not in a bad way. You're just, like, all you think is your life mm-hmm. and they're your parents and they're serving you, and mm-hmm. right? So, like, you're very, and that's, like. Because you really haven't created a life outside no, of that, and isn't right? that, like, like some, just... like, Freud's, like, that's a thing. I <laughs> No, it's a psych thing, for sure. Um, but, like, the egocentrism that for your first 20 years of your life, but then I kind of, like, realized in the last few years that in those 20 years, that was also 20 years for my parents. Mm-hmm. So, like, my parents are old now, and they're, like, like, that was the worst thing to realize about me growing up, is that my parents also got old. Yeah, no, absolutely, 110%. Right? I like, agree what with the that. heck? And I, me, like... With being so far away, I uh-huh. get just such major, I guess I would consider it, FOMO. Because yeah. I'm just missing out on such crucial parts. Like, mm-hmm. even a birthday. Like, yeah. a birthday dinner, I feel like shit about missing. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not there to experience it. I can't say I was there. Yeah. Like, I'm over here. And that's even, like, with my birthdays, though, too. Like, I don't yeah. have my family around for my birthdays. And just, like, memorable moments like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest one for me was last Christmas was the first Christmas I never went home. So I stayed oh, out here. Oh, the whole time? And, oh yeah. my God. Um, I went home like November, but uh-huh. didn't go home in December and spent it out here with my boyfriend's family. Uh-huh. And I thought I was going to be okay with it until Christmas day came around. Uh, and I was yeah. just like, I was very, very bummed because yeah, yeah. I wasn't with my family uh-huh. and I had been for the 20 years yeah, prior. Yeah, your literal entire life. Yeah, so yeah. it was just such a change, and I got, like, pretty emotional on, mm-hmm. like, missing that with my family, and just, like, the dinners and the traditions and stuff that we've had, and, like, every every year my family watches um, 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation together every year. Like, I don't remember the last time I didn't watch that movie. I know so a few families who have that tradition. I, that's funny. Yeah. It's such a good movie. But, like, even missing the smallest thing like that just kind of... Well, bums you out. Yeah, right? it put me in a mood, and I felt yeah. like... I felt like even watching it just by myself wasn't going to make up for that just because no, I, was, no. I wasn't, I was like, around for, like, the laughs and the jokes and stuff. Yeah, no. And it's really funny because since that, since we've watched that movie, like, our family makes so many jokes about that. And, really? Um, I, my grandma, I don't think my grandma's ever going to listen to this, but my, one of my grandmas, <laughs> she gives some pretty, like, interesting Christmas gifts, I guess you could okay. say. And, Give um, us an example. It's an example. And, Oh, what is she? I've gotten $20 in quarters, like just a box of $20 in quarters. <laughs> I love year. that. Yeah. No, she was just like, I got you $20, but it's all in quarters. And I was like, okay, thank you. That is so, so funny. I had I, a lot of quarters. Is, you're getting like, like played by your grandma. Um, <laughs> and she's like, she's a big re-gifter. So she'll oh. get, one year I got just like fleece camo mittens. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with these, but thanks so you know much. What? She's actually being very like good to the environment. Yeah, exactly. Reduce, 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 reduce. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming the gift that she was giving in regards to this story was like a re-gift because it seemed quite old after we opened it. But it was a gift for my mom. And in um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, there's a gift and it's um, like leaking. And it turns out to be like a jello, a jello oh, mold thing with like yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. cat food in it. Right, yes. And so... It was Christmas Eve, and I, like, run upstairs, and my grandma had, had these, was there early in the day and put the presents underneath our Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, looking around, snooping, and I see this Christmas present, and it's leaking, and so I'm upstairs yelling downstairs to my mom and my stepdad, and I'm like, guys, we have a Christmas present that is leaking, and they thought I was referring to Christmas vacation, and they're uh-huh. like, haha, like, funny joke, and I was like, no, guys, like, no, we seriously have a Christmas present that is leaking right now. Everybody oh. runs upstairs and is, like, killing themselves laughing. That is um, so funny. It turned out to be, like, olive oils and, like, vinegars that were, I think one of them ended up breaking or spilling oh, or something. No. But it was so funny just to, like, be able to reference that to the movie. Oh, that's funny. And it's just, like, it's just moments like that that I'm, like, sad that I'm missing out on. Just, yeah. like, the jokes and stuff. Like, Christmas and, and stuff. Like, holidays like that are tough. I remember last Christmas I, um, so, like, Dylan went to Salmon Arm before I did Mm -hmm. and so I like woke up with my family on Christmas morning like in Nanaimo um but then he wasn't there he was in Salmon Armour Andy so I like did my Christmas like I did my Christmas with my dad on Christmas Eve that Mm -hmm. was our Christmas day and then Christmas with my mom on Christmas day um so that was great but then I like got a plane to Salmon Arm well not Salmon Arm whatever it doesn't matter um I like got on a plane so I missed Christmas dinner Mm -hmm. and like I was really excited to go to, like, Salmon Arm for Christmas. Yeah. Um, but then I, like, realized when I was, like, there, like, I had a European wiener for my Christmas dinner. <laughs> I didn't eat Christmas dinner, so I was, like, kind of bummed. And then, like, my sister was, like, snapping me at a family dinner, and she was, like, looked cute and everything. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, this is just kind of sad. Like, it's the first Christmas dinner I haven't been at. But I don't know. Like, new memories, I guess. But it was still, yeah, kind of tough. Um, so, yeah. Personal stories of FOMO are hard, and they're hard to, like... They're even hard to, like, recount back on. 
that. Yeah. Like, to think about it is just, like, mm-hmm. kind of making me sad. Not yeah, gonna like, what I'm calm down now. What the heck? Darn. Darn. But also, I, so, like, in the past, I don't, like, talk, like you said, I'll, like, joke about, oh, I have FOMO, but I don't, like, actually, like, talking about it or, mm-hmm. like, diving down into why I have FOMO. And so I think it's important to, oh, that's what we're here to do is normalize conversations. And so I think it's important to normalize that conversation yeah. about FOMO. Um, because, I don't know, I feel like people just don't take it seriously. I don't think people realize that it's an actual thing that has a lot to do with somebody, like, has a big effect on somebody's mental health. Yeah, like, I can get very sad about missing an event. Oh, yeah, or, like, absolutely. very anxious, like, what the definition says. Yeah. And that... Yeah, it can take a tool. So I think it's just important to talk about it. And, like, talking about it helps. And I just want people to be able to – I want everyone to just be able to talk about it. And if you are having or suffering from FOMO, because you're suffering. Like, although it's, like, maybe so trivial, your brain is tricking you into thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's what the root of mental illness. Your brain is tricking you into thinking things you shouldn't. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm glad we're talking about it. And I think it's something that people – yeah – it can just be pushed off as, oh, just FOMO, whatever. Uh, it's a funny acronym. But yeah. no, it can be a serious thing, for sure. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, what other ways, Megan, that you combat FOMO? I think one of the biggest things for me, and this makes me appreciate technology more than I like have lately, is just like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. That is such such a big one because when it was my um, when it was my grandma's ninety third birthday because her birthday was on August first. Mm-hmm. So her birthday. Oh, cute, cute. <laughs> um, but she was over at my mom and stepdad's house. Um, they had like a little bit of a birthday dinner for her there, and cute. I just told my mom I was like, just Facetime me when she's over, and yeah. I got to like see her and she got to see me, and I was oh, able to nice. say hi or like say hi and happy birthday to her. Yeah. Kind of like face to face rather than just on the phone. Uh-huh. So it was like nice to be able to see her reaction, and, like see her be able to like see me, I guess. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. She hasn't in a long time, and, yeah. like, her and I were very, very close for, like, 18 years of my life. Yeah. Um, so that, like, FaceTime has just been a big one. And just, like, even FaceTime with my mom in general and stuff kind of yeah. keeps me from, um, like, feeling the FOMO with the fam. Mm-hmm. Um, Feel the FOMO with the fam. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, FaceTime's a big one. But then also I think just um, keeping myself busy yeah. Like, in the evenings and stuff. But, like, not even, not busy in the sense that I'm, like, constantly doing something. Just um, doing something that I'm not sitting on my phone. Yeah. Um, so, whether it be, like, hanging out in the hammock in my backyard or having a bath or throwing on a movie um, that I'm not going to be, like, looking at my, like, phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just putting my phone down and realizing that, like, I need to kind of, although I'm not making memories, like, out of my house like I can still make those memories inside my house doing what I'm doing at that moment so I think that's just like something that I've kind of gotten used to is keeping myself busy and realizing that like even though I'm not doing something with the people that are posting on social media I'm still doing something for myself and totally FOMO to remember that yeah FOMO for me hits hardest when I'm just at night when I'm just sitting there Going. Um, yeah. Or even it doesn't have to be at night. It can be during the day if yeah. I don't have anything going on and I'm just like sitting here. Well, it's like a weekend day or something and you 
Look yeah. who Snapchats and you see people at the river or people at the lake or yeah. people in Tofino or something. Like, going for lunch yeah. or, like, whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, I think that is definitely something that helped me, too, is just kind of keeping busy and mm-hmm. just – I've been doing a lot of – um. I don't know what it's called, but, like, um, self-talk, I guess. Just, like, talking to myself mm-hmm. and, like, reassuring myself, like, it's okay. Like, you're okay. Are those called mantras? Mantras? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel like that's... I Honestly, I could be totally wrong right now. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I feel, like I, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah, so I just kind of, like, self-reassurance that, like, yeah, you have a good life. You have lots of fun. People probably look at your life and have FOMO for your life. Like, I have FOMO for other people's lives. And that may sound conceited. I don't mean it to sound conceited. But, (laughs) but like, I don't know. I feel like it's true. Like, I have a good life. You have a good life. We all have good lives. I feel like that's a big thing to remember with FOMO. Like, you're probably, I'm not going to say, I shouldn't even say probably. You're hands down not the only person who is experiencing it. Oh, absolutely not. Well, yeah, I know ev- almost every single one of my friends has mentioned FOMO, maybe not in, like, the real way that we're talking about it right now, mm-hmm. but um, there's definitely been, like, references um, just to, like, the feeling of it and yeah, experiencing and, like, it and stuff, so. Even just, like, so, I don't, I don't have, like, FOMO for someone else's life because I'm not missing out on their life that's their life, but I just, like, I don't know whether they seem like they're more ahead than I am or they're having more fun than I am or whatever. And so just as I look at other people's lives like that, I can probably say that people also might look at my life yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of helped, too. Like, we're all going through the same shit here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going through this thing called life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, that sucks. But there's a couple facts that I wanted to read out. So I'm currently reading the book, Everything is Fucked. A book about hope. So it's the same guy who wrote The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, And so I'm just going to read a little excerpt from it. So there are just some facts that he said. Um, In the United States, symptoms of depression and anxiety are at... Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) United States, symptoms of depression and anxiety are at an 80-year upswing among young people and a 20-year upswing among the adult population. Um, they're not only experiencing depression in greater numbers, but they're experiencing it at earlier ages. Since 1985, men and women have reported lower levels of life satisfaction. Part of that is probably because stress levels have risen over the past 30 years. Um, across the U.S. population, feelings of loneliness and socialization are, social isolation are up. Nearly half all Americans now report feeling isolated, left out, or alone in their lives. Um, which is kind of striking, seeing as we're more connected than ever. In the 1980s, when researchers asked survey participants how many people they had discussed important personal matters with over the previous six months, the most common answer was three. By 2006, the most common answer was zero. And so that was, what, 13 years ago? So mm-hmm. who knows what that is now? Yeah, exactly. Um, so Mark Manson says, basically, we are the safest and most prosperous humans in the history of the world, yet we are feeling more hopeless than ever before. To sum it up in one startling fact, the wealthier and safer the place you live, the more likely you are to commit suicide. So, that, like, was huge for me because we are so connected and it seems like we have so many friends on social media, like, you measure your satisfaction by how many followers you have, and yet people say 
in two, even 2006, even people said that the amount of people they would confide in is zero. Like, that's how many close friends they have. Like, that's literally startling. Yeah. So, like, this is clearly an issue. And, yeah, I But don't it's, know. like, it's... I guess it seems like an issue that we have worked out in a sense. Yeah, I think from 2006, hopefully it's improved a little bit because we're talking about it more. And, yeah, I and feel like I feel like there's more openness about uh-huh. topics like that nowadays. Totally, totally. However, though, with that being said, I also feel that I feel like we live in a pretty, I don't know if liberal is the right, right word, but I guess I'll just say liberal. Like, open, accepting place. Like, geographically, we live in oh, a yeah, relatively yeah, liberal place. Sure. And so I think that, um, I've been thinking this a lot lately, I think that we are getting better at these things. But then if you actually think of, because people in my life are getting better at these things, mm-hmm. but if you think about the grand scope of things, I don't think things are really getting better. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, and, like, the, with the Instagram algorithms and everything, like, the things that pop up, because I follow a lot of, like, I don't know, sustainable thing like, mm-hmm. um, Instagrams and, like, body positive, feminist, that stuff. So, because of the algorithm, that's what pops up in my explore pages, right? Yeah. But that's not, that doesn't reflect all of the internet. That just reflects what Instagram thinks I'm interested in. So, yeah. I think that, um, maybe I'm a little, uh naive that I think everything is getting better when in truth maybe it's actually not at all. That's just what my algorithm is telling me. Yeah. Right? So yeah, I don't know. Um, coming from the fact that Margaret was just talking about there, I just I was just kind of like looking into um, FOMO and just like, I guess, articles and stuff on FOMO. Um prior to recording this, and I had found a pretty interesting one, um, which I think came from Cosmo, um, I'm not 100% sure, um, but anyways, just what this article was saying is that, um, since 2014, there has been, um, a lot less women being able to commit to, like, boyfriends and stuff at younger ages, so, like, um, early 20s, like, mid-20s, just because they um, fear that they're going to miss out on life events with their friends and stuff, and that their friends are no longer going to want to invite them places or do things with them because of this boyfriend in place, Um, which I've, like, seen from, like, a very personal standpoint. Like, I've seen that happen to friends, but I've also seen it on my side where, like, I've gotten into a very committed relationship and none of that like my social life hasn't really changed um and I guess that could be just in turn with like the friends that I have and like how accepting they they were with my relationship and stuff and just the time that I've put aside for my boyfriend and the time that I've put aside for my friends um but it just it it's kind of interesting to me to think that like 20 years ago um 20, 30 years ago, people were getting married and having kids at, like, very early ages, mm-hmm. um, because they just, that was, like, how life kind of worked, like, they had their opportunities to, like, go out and party and stuff, 
Um, but I think it's just become like really socialized that you are going to miss out if you're committed. Yeah. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with social media. But yeah, just interesting to Very have read that. Yeah, I I remember one of my boyfriends. I feel like I kind of dropped off the face of the earth when we were dating, and that was a mistake, I guess. But we were young and naive and excited about the potential to have a boyfriend. But I think with like Dylan, um, it's helped that a lot of my friends are good friends with him too. Because mm-hmm. then you can kind of combine like the two. Yeah, like, so we'll go hang out with a bunch of people, and, like, him and I will go, and then, like, other people will be there, and, like, it's fine, we're all friends, chilling. Um, but yeah, that's, that's tough, that reminds me of a story, though. I also feel, this might be, like, kind of off topic of, like, the whole FOMO thing, but I also feel like if you have this fear that you're going to be missing out with your friends because of this boyfriend, like, I feel like that just is kind of almost a red flag. Because, yeah, like, your boyfriend yeah. is supposed to be one of your best friends. Uh-huh. Or, like, your partner, not necessarily boyfriend, but, like, partner, uh-huh. um, is supposed to be one of your best friends and somebody who you can have fun with and spend time with and kind of just live life with. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about missing out on life with this person, I feel like yeah, you I should just think about that and maybe reconsider <laughs> your, your <laughs> choices. But um, Yeah, I don't know. if I think, yeah. It's a healthy balance between your friends and your boyfriend if you are so overly stressed that you're not going to be able to make time for your friends Yeah, because your boyfriend takes up all your time, then maybe it would be a good idea to work on time management. I mean, you could have a million other things going on in your life. I don't know, but um, yeah, that could be a red flag for sure. But Yeah, I think that article just sparked some some questions mm-hmm. that reminds me of a story though that my grandma told me one time um when her and my grandpa were married and they were young they got married young obviously yeah. they um um they would go to the bar and like women weren't allowed in the bar and so she would just sit in the car while he got loaded at the bar <laughs> <laughs> wow that'd be fun all right, honey, I'll be in here. See you in a bit. Let me know when you're done. Yeah, like, what the heck? Like, those were the times, I that, guess. But And to think that would be probably, like, a normal thing. Like, I, I'm just envisioning this mm-hmm. now that, like, all these women are driving or, like, <laughs> they're all driving to the bar and, like, dropping their husbands imagine? and boyfriends off and then they, like, just hang out you in imagine? the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, just, like... like yeah, who are you waiting for? Oh, my husband, you said he'd be out here in 20 minutes, but that was an hour ago. And <laughs> Can you imagine just a bunch of broads sitting in the old city park? <laughs> just just girls. Just, it's just girls. Just girls in there, and they're all like, hey, how's it going? And then it's just dudes inside old city. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so weird. Oh but like, gosh. that's what I wonder if the FOMO back then, so obviously she was missing out on things. But did they get FOMO? But did they, like, is FOMO a new thing? Or is it... Just a thing that wasn't talked about. Or, like, I want to... Did people actually experience FOMO then? Yeah. Like, like, did your grandma experience FOMO because her husband was in the bar and she was sitting in the car? Like, Like, I don't know. Or, like, has FOMO... Is FOMO results strictly because of social media? Actually, I don't know. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on that, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, DM us, and we'll post some of your responses for sure, because that would be super interesting to yeah, hear. Yeah, I would like to see what other people have to say about FOMO and just, like, what your guys' thoughts are. Yeah, if anyone has any data um, on it, too, yeah, send it our way. Interesting facts. Or just, like, even if you guys want to share your experiences with FOMO and how you, mm-hmm. um, I guess the words that you've used have been, like, combat FOMO, so just how you um, work around the feeling of the fear of missing out on experiences and just moments and memories and stuff so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely something we would love to hear from all love, of love, you love love um yeah and with that i think we can do some checkouts yes yes we can i checked in first you check out first Mark. okay um what do i need to say so i'm excited that i'm hopefully going to be juicing again um it is expensive though but i went to costco and bought a bunch of veggies for like i mean not cheap but like cheaper than the grocery store i guess mm-hmm. and i think that's really helped me and seeing as i'm getting sick again we don't want like manly mug to come out so <laughs> 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 we need to keep juicing and stay healthy yes, yes, um because yes. we all remember what i sounded like on the first couple episodes anyways so yeah i really hope that i continue juicing um on the topic of fomo i hope that i can continue just reassuring myself that i have a great life i love my life and i do love my life um, it's sometimes it's just tougher than others when you're sitting there, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I don't know. Just continue with that, and continue enjoying the last little bit of the nice weather, I guess. And yeah. living my life. <laughs> Meg, what about you? Wow. Um. Well, when this episode comes out, I will already be in school, baby. Learning. Yeah, but it's my last year, so hopefully it'll be a good year, and hopefully I will make memories and won't experience FOMO entering school. It's going to be a great year. Yeah, I'm Grad year, baby. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I think just trying to get my health in check right now just because of how sick I am. So mm-hmm. I've, got a, I've got doctor's appointments coming up that I've got to get just stuff done for and whatnot. I'm just figuring out. What the heck is wrong with my body? Um, and I want to do that before school so that I'm kind of just, like, de-stressed yeah. on like, that aspect totally, before school. Totally. Um, but I'm also going to Seattle this weekend with one of my really close girlfriends. So that's going to be kind of just, like, a nice refresher before school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Totes. But just kind of, yeah, I think my main goal is just to stay Stay chill, stay happy. I've been super, super positive lately, so just want to keep that keep up train chugging along. Yes. Um, but I think that is all we've got for you guys today. Okay, well, I just want to thank you guys again for being so patient um, with the Apple Apple podcast um, situation. Um, we were probably not as patient as you guys, but no, it's done. But we're ready. We are it. so ready. Okay, um, well... Yeah, go rate, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at GetMouthyPodcasts, and we will be getting mouthy with you guys again soon. Do all the good stuff, Katie. Love you, Mouthy fam. Bye. Talk to you so soon. Bye.